Good day, everyone. Welcome to Apocalypto, the quest for truth. What's going on, everybody? Jerry, this has been a long time coming. It's yes. been a, a little passion project of ours oh, that yeah. uh, we've been talking about doing and finally, you know, got yeah, the stuff got to the do mics. it. <laughs> we look professional, <laughs> yes. except uh, next week we'll have a nice little tablecloth yeah. with the Apocalypto logo. And everybody will yeah, be look sweet. super pumped about that, I'm sure. So, Jerry, why don't you just kind of intro yourself for everybody that uh, doesn't know who you are? So, the purpose of this show, I think we both agree upon, is to wake a little bit and wake, wake some people up here. Yeah, um, I went, uh, I kind of woke up a few years ago uh, with a lot of stuff that was going on in the political system and everything and went on some rabbit holes and uh, <laughs> there's no end to it. It's easy to do on Twitter. Yes, it's, it's very easy to do. And uh, I see a lot of lost people out there. And I think the many people as we can reach out to in this show, I think it might help a lot of people in the future. Yeah. I mean, I think we're, we're pretty much in agreement there. There's a lot of bad things going on, um, not just in the world, but in our country specifically, mm -hmm. which I think you and I are both very much nationalists. Um, yes. You know, it's it's good to be altruistic and have a, a viewpoint yeah. of like Some everybody of where you come from. Exactly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, America is my home and it's mm -hmm. what, you know, I strive or am going yeah. to strive to, uh, to help and, yeah. and to protect yeah. specifically against not just foreign threats, but <laughs> it seems like we're under attack by domestic That's threats more more so than anything nowadays. And, and um, we'll dive into it. The, the worldwide threat is a domestic issue as well. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they stem from the same, same issue. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, really what we're trying to do, guys, is um, help bring awareness to some topics that you just don't hear about in the national news media. Um, we want to try and help wake people up. Uh, if anything, just kind of extend the content that you're hearing about and give you something to think about. Right. You don't have to agree with what we're saying. Um, you don't have to endorse what we're saying, but just listen to what we're saying. Yeah, and, and feel and, free to do your own research. Anything we say, you can fact check, double check, anything you do. want to do. Because you will find your own rabbit holes and you will join us. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> so uh, kind of with that, you know, we have a, a little bit of just a, a topic that we want to um, – kind of dive into. Uh, and, and again, we're going to do some setup here in this first episode so that everybody can kind of understand why you should listen to this show and what we're hoping to accomplish. And we kind of covered what we hope to accomplish, but why should you listen? Um, again, just to kind of broaden your horizons and give you some new new information, new content that you can you know, make your own um, inferences about in your own life. So our topic this week is going to be... Um, Epstein, right? And this is a topic that goes back a ways, you know, into 2019. It's not a new topic anymore. Um, but with this new, you know, Netflix docuseries coming out. Uh, All these topics seem to get shoveled under the rug. Exactly. Quickly, don't they? I mean, th that's the biggest thing, I think. A lot of the things we're going to talk about are why isn't this being covered more or in a different way in the national news media? And, and I think, you know, one of the really broad topics that we're going to kind of talk about in this show is when you start to see things on a 24 hour news cycle, just being repeated over and over again in national news media, 
that should be a big red flag to you. You're being put under a spell. <laughs> that like something is not right, right? They're they're trying to promote a level of propaganda that just suffocates you and forces you to focus on it so that you can't focus on the things that they don't want you to see, right? Um, and so with this de- with this Epstein docuseries, you know, this guy was running a child prostitution ring for like, what, 30, 40 years? Yeah, probably. And nobody ever said anything about it. Well, that's not true. <laughs> People said stuff about right. it, but it didn't matter what right. they said because he was so rich and powerful with, and had the right friends. Yeah that it never came to light, right? And there were so many people victimized by this. And then when it finally did come to light and he actually gets charges brought against him, he just mysteriously dies, like almost immediately. Or just disappears. It disappears, whatever. <laughs> whatever the narrative, I mean, the narrative is that, you know, he killed himself in prison, yeah. which probably isn't actually what happened. Yeah. Now, how can you prove that? How can you- We never will. You, you'll never be able to prove it, but you're you're naive if you think that this guy just you know mm-hmm. killed himself. He was too much of a pussy to kill himself. <laughs> like n- dudes like that yes. don't have the balls to take their own life. You know what I mean? And so um, yeah, we're gonna dive into that a little bit and just kind of talk about the docu series um, and some of the possibilities out there. And I think more importantly, how this ties into the broader spectrum of the other topics that we're gonna cover, right? Um, Jerry and I are both relatively sound in our endorsement of like the deep state. Um, and you know, call it a conspiracy, call it whatever you want to call it. But if you just look at the political climate in our country, it's a dog and pony show. Like everything that's put out there is left or right. And there's no, there's no center Right. There's there's no like objective truth. It's all just I have my opinion and it's it's aligned with this political party. And then I have my opinion and it's aligned with this political party. Now let's piss on each other until, you know, somebody gets tired. And that's what's been going on for so long in this country. And that's the problem is that that's what they want. They want you to take a side because once you take a side, you lose the ability to be objective. You lose the ability to have your own voice and find your own information. And you immediately go to Fox News or CNN or whatever it is that you want to consume your information from. You know, one of the things that Jerry and I have talked about a lot is the fact that there is no real true news anymore. Um, everything is opinionated. Everything has a, a philosophical uh, you know, background to it that's rooted in political interest. And the only people you can really trust to get news from are independent investigative journalists. Um, so, yeah, I'm, what, yeah, what are your thoughts I on mean, that? There, I mean, yeah, this is not a battle or, uh, of black and white, red versus blue, Democrat versus Republican. At the end of the day, it's a good versus evil battle. And uh, the prize is your soul at the end of the day. And uh, what, what, what uh, we're going to try to help you realize is this is they're making us fight against each other and we should be fighting against them and a lot of people don't realize that and they're just jumping right in diving right in uh it might be their own insecurities it might be that they're uneducated or they don't do their own research enough but there is a there's a lot of things before before we dive into though our our show's name is apocalypto and i want to do a quick definition it's an ancient greek term um, 
the definition is uh, to uncover, lay open what has been veiled or covered up, to disclose, to disclose, make bare, to make known, make manifest, and disclose what before was unknown. And then, uh, it's deep stuff. Yeah. In uh, today's day and age, the word apocalypse just means total destruction of everything. And uh, we'll probably have an episode in the future of what uh, terms in ancient dictionaries and stuff, what has been changed. Because uh, at the end of the day, history is made by the victors, and uh, we we never won. Yeah. We never won. And, Imagine uh, what history will look like, you know, 150 years from now, uh, yeah. what they're going to teach kids it, in, the, it, in the Most of the stuff books. we learn today isn't real, and 100 years from now, none of it will be. Yeah, there, so was, a, there was a book that, that I read in high school um, that basically just talked about how worthless all of history books are mm -hmm. because they're owned by, yeah. you know, the political interest groups that Absolutely. are purporting whatever history they want you to know. Yep. Uh, you know, the native Americans get totally mm -hmm. swept under the rug. Um, slavery yep. is really not talked about very much. Um, major elements of our and history that much of it isn't accurate. Right. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah. almost none of it's accurate. And the scientists we learn about in school, like the, they're not as smart as they are, as we're taught. Uh, Nikola Tesla is probably one of the smartest guys that ever walked to the planet, and we don't learn a thing about him in school. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Well, I think that, I mean, that's part of the problem, right, is that our system is set up to force you to be a robot. Yeah. Basically, a, a from the time down. you're, yeah, you know, like five years old, yeah. you get indoctrinated into this, you know, system level control yeah. of... You know, here's how you have to live your life. Here's what you have to do. And it's, you know, it's in America, at least we have freedoms and we have the ability to, you know, pursue what makes us happy. But even that is sort of warped into this like American dream concept yeah. that you get pummeled with, you know, mm -hmm. go to school, get good grades, yeah. get into a good college, right. you know, find a good job, have a family, have the white picket fence, yeah. you know, own pro what yeah. like that is the the mantra that and, is injected your into your systematic brain. systematic slavery right there. Exactly. And we're all and, a part of it. It ain't a black and white thing. Exactly. I mean, there's there's no race involved in this. There's no... We're all victims. There's no philosophical ideology involved in this. There's no religious basis to this. This is literally a group of very controlling, powerful people that you, know, you probably don't even know, and the majority of the people in the world probably don't even know, that have a very specific way that they want society to be executed and it's planned out in advance and it's being executed as we're talking right now and one of the one of the books that i always go back to a couple of the books that i always go back to that you know you get exposed to in high school is like 1984 by george orwell and a brave new world by aldous huxley these books are written years decades ago right before any of these things that are happening today start to happen and it's it's almost like they're predictions, you know, they're like Nostradamus level predictions of what society is going to look like in the future. You know, genetic enhancements, uh, controlling the genome of, you know, new babies that are born, the all powerful, all seeing state. You know, people don't look at things like this, but what is Google? You know, what is Facebook? Right. What is Amazon? These are literally entities that you have welcomed into your lives, into your homes, that track everything you say, everything you do. They record everything that you have or have ever done, and you just let it happen. Now, you know, 
you sign the, the terms of use agreement that, that enables that. But they then own that data. They own that information and they can do whatever they want with it. And what are they doing with it? I don't know. Probably selling it to China. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Like I said, we're, we're going to dive into Epstein today because that's a topic that I think pretty much everybody can wrap their mind around yeah. as being a universally bad thing, right? It was a bad thing for the world, what Epstein did and the people that he did it with. And it just got swept under the rug too quickly. You know, there wasn't enough investigation into it. Uh, and no, and everybody just stopped talking about it, and they moved on to the next news cycle, which is what which is what the national news media does. You know, they 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 introduce a new problem so that you forget about the one that's actually really important. It could you know change the world. Um, yeah, just like the other day when they blacked out all of social media, nobody knows that Hillary Clinton was in trial that day. Yeah, nobody. I mean, stuff like that. You do, you you end up not talking about it. And then it moves, and then they move it on. The masses fall for so many easy, easy spells that they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's again, that's kind of what we're trying to do here is, you know, help you find new information, help you think in different ways that are going to allow you to not be one of the robots, yeah. right? Um, so I guess the first thing with the Epstein docu series that just really blew me away is this guy. You know, he almost got stopped before he ever even started, right? Because was it Bear Stearns fired him, and then the next in, uh, investment company that he went to, he ended up breaking one of their like highest level rules, and instead of firing him, and basically at that point he would have never been a Wall Street guy, right? Uh, they gave him a second chance, and then he kind of manipulated his way into this position where. He was not at the top of the pyramid in the pyramid scheme, but he was like right underneath, right? So he wasn't culpable for all of the, you know, it was, it was plausibly deniable that he could say, I didn't know what, exactly what was going on, so you can't come after me. But it put him in a position where he knew enough rich, wealthy people that he could then move off and do his own thing. And that's where this really started to become a huge problem, right? Once this guy got massive wealth. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about, too, is this this massive wealth, right? A level of wealth that the average human being just can't even can't even comprehend. It just doesn't make sense how wealthy. I mean, this guy owned a private island. Like imagine going to your own private island that you own. Right. It's impossible for people to imagine, mm -hmm. you know, going on vacation somewhere is outside the means of a lot of families yeah, in the United yeah. States, yeah, most people, yeah. let alone going to on a vacation <laughs> to a place that you literally own and control and can do whatever you want there and are basically invincible to any form of law enforcement. Um, so that's where this really became a problem. And that's what a lot of this stems from is this notion of massive wealth. Right. Uh, once you get to that level, the billionaire status level, you you reach a level of like invulnerability to a certain point because you can pay people to keep your secrets and you can pay people to do things for you that you would otherwise have to do yourself that could incriminate They're virtually you. virtually untouchable. Exactly. And that's why this guy went so long and, and nobody heard anything about it. Yeah. It started off um, – I mean, he had victims all over the country, but 
I think one of the big cases that that first was brought against him was in Florida, and that just got because he was a you know a Palm Beach guy mm-hmm. um, that just got swept under the rug. Yeah, right? yeah I watched. I mean, I watched the first episode. To be honest with you, I'm a little uh, iffy on Netflix document uh, <laughs> documentaries. Oh, for sure. Um, they all they have an agenda, just yeah, like every political other political influence. I mean, their own. I mean, Obama's got a stake in Netflix, so I mean, I and you know, Epstein's an Obama guy. Oh, for sure. So I mean, I mean, I watched the first episode, yeah, and like you know, all the times that he got the cops called on him and everything, and everyone just kind of like shook it off, like you know, it wasn't a big deal or anything. Yeah, and he had the young girls working for him too that were recruiting girls. I mean, he had thousands of aged fourteen to seventeen yeah. young late young girls that were being prostituted internationally, right? right. It wasn't just a hey. This is in, you know, Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, yeah, this is just in Florida. It was literally, he's flying these young girls all over the place. And and so I guess the question is, how does something like this happen for such a long period of time when victims are even coming forth and mentioning it and trying to file lawsuits? And then it just, like, it just doesn't, nothing happens to this guy. Why is that, right? I mean... What what? How does something like that happen? How do you molest young girls thousands of times and it not, and it not come back to bite you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the answer is what we've been talking about. It's the it's the level of invulnerability that you gain when you reach that deep state level of wealth, mm-hmm. right? The monetary system, you know, it was set up because. Back in the day, not everybody wanted a chicken and not everybody wanted butter, right? But if all I have to give you is a chicken and I want your butter and you don't need my chicken, then what am I going to do here? I'm shit out of luck, right? We need some sort of like intermediary piece because of scarcity. It was all based on scarcity. Because of scarcity, we invented the monetary system, okay? And what it turned into is a way to control people, a way to influence people to do things that they would otherwise not do, right? Um, Henry George is a guy that I mm-hmm. that, uh, wanted to bring up in this episode. And you know, back in the 1800s, he introduced this concept of wage-based slavery. Basically, what that means is when slavery was abolished, um, the... the it was okay with the people in power. They, they wanted that to happen because now they can influence everybody. Everybody becomes a slave now. It's not just based on race anymore. Uh, it's not just based on the inequality of human beings, you know, based on that racial level. It is literally everybody's endorsing the monetary system. We can control the monetary system. So rather than me being responsible for you, you know, if, if I am a slave owner, I am now responsible for that person as property. So whenever they get sick, you know, I have to I have to nurse them back to health. Now, I'm not going to pretend like this, you know, the situation of slaves was in any way condonable or acceptable. I'm just saying at a, you know, at a surface level, because I am the owner of something, it is my responsibility to take care of that. When you remove that level of ownership, and force an individual to be responsible 
for their own ownership, right? You can still control them because what they're working for is under your domain and your influence. But now they're responsible for themselves. And so you don't even have, you have like this buffer where the people don't even know who their owner is. They don't even know, they don't even know that they're slaves. They're just doing things because they're being told to do them. And that's why the monetary system, because scarcity is not a thing anymore, really. I mean, think about 300 years ago, how hard it would be to just get anything, right? right. Now, you can get food by genetically growing it in a lab. You know, you can get water by taking a piss in a freaking Bill Gates cleaning toilet and it comes out as drinking water. I mean, there is no scarcity anymore. The monetary system has been, it's been outdated for so long um, and most people don't even realize that that is the crux of all of this that we're talking about, of all of this, you know, evil in the world. And, you know, money is the root of all evil. That's not just a cliche saying. That is literally... The people who control the money, people who print the money, they are the puppet masters behind every false flag event in the world. Every situation that you see on the news... They control it all. Yeah. They control it all. And all the, I mean, like I said, all the news, all the national news media is owned by these people. Yes, they are. You know? Yep. I mean, they bought all the local stations, yep. so you can't trust the local news anymore. You can't trust the national news anymore. Yep. There's no news. There's like five media companies that run every channel, anything that you watch. So you're going to get the same agenda no matter what channel you're watching, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. And, um... So again, like back into this Epstein thing, like this is a this is a perfect intro into the world we're talking about because a source of evil so prominent that like anybody that is told about it or is explained if you explain the situation to them, universally the the reaction will be, "Oh my god, how terrible." Right? Nobody's looking at this situation like, "Oh man, what a great guy Epstein was. I mean, this guy was a stand-up guy. He really did a lot for society. Clint like, might have. <laughs> well, and we'll talk about that too, like just some of the, the people in his social circles. But, I mean, that is the perfect intro to this concept of the monetary system, you know, the, the modern-day slave, right? The extrapolation from physical slavery to a more... Uh, ethereal version of slavery that like most people don't even they can't wrap their mind around the fact that they're a slave right there's so many more slaves now than there were in the in the 18 you know 17 1800s literally everybody is a slave now yeah you just don't think about it that way there's some yeah there's some form whether yeah whether you're growing your own food and everything you still got to pay the taxes you still got to pay the man you can be completely self-sufficient at some point but you're still you're under control at some bit. Yeah. Um, so this guy, you know, he, he runs this this massive ring of underage prostitution for, you know, however many years it was. And the, the thing that I think we want to touch on next is just the people that were involved in this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when I, when I say you introduce a concept like this and universally everybody says, oh my God, that's evil, that's horrible, that's bad. But the people that he was with didn't say that. 
they said, Ooh, let me get my hand on some, some young tail. You know what I mean? Like, so, so where do you stand on what should happen to people that had an affiliation with him? Because I don't think we talked about that yet. Like uh, death penalty. I, th- I think that I mean, something like uh, that should be punishable by death, absolutely, right? Absolutely. I mean, you're you're attacking the most vulnerable being on the on the you know in the world. Literally, it, I mean, as an innocent child, altering their lives forever. irreparably forever. forever. Yeah. Like they can't. I mean, these girls could have gone on to be, you know, incredibly successful in life, and now because of the you know mental damage that mm-hmm. they've psychological damage yeah. that they've sustained for the lo- for the longevity of like mm-hmm. not being able to talk about it yeah. their lives are literally destroyed and the only thing that they're remembered for is being a Jeffrey Epstein victim you know right. like how that's yeah. so unfair and the fact that he gets the easy way out and all these other people i mean you know that like all the really high-profile dudes were involved in this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Bill Clinton was with this dude for years and years and years, taking trips to his private island. Trump was with him. You know what I mean? Uh, Dershowitz. Like, all these guys. Tons of celebrities. Celebrities, politicians, world leaders, you know, princes. I mean... The, the royal family is implicit oh, yeah. in this. And mm-hmm. it's like, how do more people not stand up and do something about it? You know what I mean? Like, we're just talking yeah. about it, right? Jerry yeah. and I aren't going out, yeah. like, <laughs> protesting with picket signs and shit. Because, honestly, I don't think that's very helpful. No, that that is not, no. in my opinion, talking about things or or organizing, gathering peacefully, whatever you want to call it. It's not really like doing anything. It's not really taking any action. It's just bringing to life a point that's already been brought to life in a much more public fashion, right? So like you get more people to talk about it and that's great, but who's actually gonna do something about it? Because the people that have this level of wealth and power, they're doing something about it every single day to cover their tracks to make sure that you never see who they are that you never get that inside window into their you know secret satan worshiping whatever ring this is right always follow the money so so when you go out and you protest and you talk about it they're like oh that's so cute look at these guys they're so cute oh my god and then they go out and they spend you know five billion dollars and destroy hundreds of other people's lives. So, you know, I see things like the race riots and 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 the Black Lives Matter movement. And like, yes, is there systemic racist racism in the United States? Yes, there is. Um, but what is what is this movement? You know, right now, how is it making anything better? What actionable what actionable thing is happening that's changing anything? Nothing. People are just posting a bunch of stuff up on social media. And, like, it doesn't change anything. It does not change anything, right? Unfortunately. It's great that people talk about it. It's great that it's being acknowledged. It's great that, you know, people are, like, unifying together behind a, a, you know, a common uh, banner. But at the end of the day, it's not doing anything. 
So wake up, people. Like, they don't care that you go out and protest. They don't care that you talk about things, that you, like, write a, a book or that you make a movie or whatever. Because it doesn't end up doing anything to them in the end. No, because once, once the narrative changes, once the agenda changes, and they change the news cycle, and you completely forget about anything. Um, yeah, I know we're probably getting a little... Well, yeah, we're getting off topic. I mean, we're going to talk about. Um, we'll probably we'll, next week. We'll talk a lot about. We'll this. talk about like the George Floyd thing and um, Black Lives Matter movement in the United States next week extensively. Yeah. Um, but just kind of going back to this Epstein thing with with um, the social circle and the people that were involved and how instantaneous it was that the separation came out as soon as this guy got in trouble. You know, people that had been friends with him for years and years and years, who are obviously implicit in this sex ring, mm -hmm. distance themselves overnight and have this, you know, backstory of why they had a falling out and why they're <laughs> not culpable, why they're not, you know, susceptible to punishment. Um, and it's just the only explanation for it, the only explanation for it is what we're talking about, is the, the deep state, the level of wealth that makes mm -hmm. you invulnerable. Right. Because otherwise, how could you get like, Jerry, if you or I were caught prostituting adolescent children, oh, we'd be done for I mean, it there would be no there would be no like hesitation no. in the recourse. You would just be instantaneously detained, yep, arrested. Yeah. Your life would be over yeah. and there'd be no way to insulate yourself. Um, so. That to me is is an, in and of itself. We don't profile people or any police departments. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so that to me is in and of itself proof of what we're talking about, right? The fact that yeah. something like this can exist mm -hmm. and continues to exist into per perpetuity after this guy's already dead. You know, Epstein might have just been the figurehead that was like running the show, right? There's there's nothing to say that this this ring isn't still yeah. going on. No, yeah. Just somebody you else is like a wealthy guy that had an island for everyone to go to. Right. Yeah. Like there's a new CEO in town now right. when you want to go, you know, rape little girls. Like but but so I don't know. The 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 concept is just really um really frightening, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said in the beginning, this is at the end of the day it's a it's a battle for your soul, and these evil evil people that are out there, they're uh, this is how they gain their power. They 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 take the souls of these young children. They we haven't even talked about the sacrifices or anything yet. I mean, this is this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I mean, and there's 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 photos uh, surfaced before with that uh, Abrina uh, Abramovich or whatever that spirit cooker. I mean, she's an Epstein person. She's in charge of a lot of stuff. Lady Gaga, a lot of, I mean, Idris Elba, I think, was in some of the photos. These celebrities, I mean, this is this is where they gain their power, and this is where they get their rewards from, is they sacrifice and torture these innocent children. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a, there's a level of spirituality here oh, that, absolutely. you know, we're kind of introducing that we didn't really talk about yet. And I think that, you know, the concept of good and evil is it's the oldest yeah. it's the oldest you know duality out there um and it it naturally comes with this sense of spirituality and and this sense of you know um god right god and and i mean it goes back to like god and satan or good and evil or yin and yang or whatever you want to call it every society out there 
has some representation or some manifestation of this, right? Yeah. And so w- w- what we're talking about right now is trying to bring out more of the good in the world, right? Because these people that control everything, they think they're the gods. Yes. They, in their minds, they are the gods. Mm-hmm. And these people that are their victims are just... They're just collateral damage in their amassing of as much power and as much influence as they can possibly amass, right? Um, So the concept of good and evil to them doesn't really even exist because they're if I'm if I'm God, then anything I do is good, right? Because by the nature of being God, I am I am creating goodness just by existing. So. They don't see the destruction because they're worshiping a false idol as themselves. And, um, you know, if you can't if you can't accept some level of spirituality uh, in your life, then you're going to have a hard time listening to this show. Because um, if you don't understand the difference between good and evil, which is rooted in the existence of God, then uh, you just you're just not going to you're just not going to be able to accept the things that we talk about. Right. Um, so hopefully, hopefully I mean, hopefully you will. And, and, and I encourage everybody to go out and do their own research. Right. I mean, when I was in college, I did a lot of study into other world religions. Right. Cause you grow up in America and the only thing you're ever exposed to is Christianity for the most part. Um, and I think that, you know, it's important for people to go out there and do some soul searching and do and find their own, you know, place in the spiritual world. Um, and Jerry and I have spent a lot of our lives, you know, exploring that space. Uh, we don't necessarily agree universally on everything, but we do universally agree on the fact that, like, there needs to be more good in the world. Uh, and so that's that's why we're doing this and what we're trying to sort of, you know, perpetuate here. Um so yeah, I mean, what what else have you got on on the Epstein concepts, Jerry? Because I know that you know some of your sources are are a little more like out there, I guess, for for the average listener. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Jerry's gonna give you the stuff that's gonna make you go like, hmm. "What the?" And I'm gonna kind of talk about it and try to explicate some of the things um, so that we can all be on the same page. Yeah, I mean, first, I mean, I don't, I mean, like, I don't think he's dead. Okay. Or he might be, but he didn't die. I, I personally, I don't think he. I don't think he's dead. Um, well, I mean, the especially uh, the especially like the uh, the footages that we saw on the national news and the side by side images of what his face looked like and this guy. I mean, the guy that was supposedly dead had a hooked nose. Epstein didn't have one. His earlobes were different. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a level. Um, that you have to dive into to actually realize what's going on. And I mean, I personally, I don't do all of it. I mean, I find that I follow a lot of people on social media and everything and a lot of, a lot of pages that, you know, do a lot of work for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I don't just only read, I mean, I, re, I mean, I read both sides. I do other, but I mean, there's at some point you have to realize that a person's, you know, hairline can't grow back in three days. <laughs> You know, like, Especially when they're dead, yeah, and their uh, soul, yeah, and you know, like the cop that got arrested for George Floyd. I mean, that guy's not even the same person either. 
has got a full head of hair and a different hairline in three days. That just doesn't make any sense to me either. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there was uh, the the spear cooking and everything with Epstein and the celebrities that are involved. So there, can you talk, like, for people that don't know what that oh, means. Okay, so spear cooking is, 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 a, is a ritual, satanic ritual, basically, and then... Uh, we haven't mentioned Bill Gates' name at all, but it's like this Abrina, I think, it's, uh, what's her name? Abrina? Abramovich? But she just did a commercial for Microsoft, and she is a, um, she's basically a Satanist, and these spirit cooking rituals is they, um, they take basically all bodily fluids. You know, semen, breast milk, period blood, all this kind of stuff. Oh. They mix it together and they do do rituals with it. And basically they're I mean I mean you you can you can look her up. I gotta find her first name here. That sounds like a pretty tasty meal you were just talking <laughs> about there, Jerry. No, I mean that's that's insane. Yeah, Abrina, Abrina Abramovich. You can look her up on Google and you can see all the weird stuff. And you Google spirit cooking too. I mean that's uh when we throw this up on uh YouTube we'll we'll leave yeah, some we'll have links images and stuff for you. Um and also, you know, Twitter if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, uh it's apocalypto 2020. 2020. Yep. Um at apocalypto yeah, I'll 2020 be posting with a all this stuff. Once we get this thing going, I'll be posting all this stuff and just be on a complete rant 24/7. Yeah, yeah Jerry uh <laughs> Jerry's going to bring some people to the to the light for sure. But uh yeah, I mean spirit yeah, I mean, like, because, like, the last election cycle, there was a lot of things that I started falling across, and uh, a lot of photos surfaced on the internet with, like, Lady Gaga, and, and I mean, there's a, there's a thread that you can follow that this lady is actually Lady Gaga's real mother. And if you look at side-by-side images, there's a very good resemblance that this, she very close could be. And if you look at Lady Gaga, she does some pretty weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Um... I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, American Horror Story, that season that she yep. was on with the... That was weird. That, that is, I can tell you, that is predictive programming because that is her real life. She has the kids <laughs> hooked up to the... She's drinking their blood. They're vampires. At the end of the day, they're vampires. They live, This is what they live off of, the adrenochrome things. Uh, Hillary Clinton, all these people where they... And like even the celebrities, like you look at... Uh, um, like Chelsea Handler and all these uh, celebrities, like especially during quarantine and everything. And uh, there was a threat out there too that the uh, adrenochrome was being delayed because of the whole coronavirus thing. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of funny. But you look at like how haggard these people look when they're not getting their supply. And like any any vampire movie that you watch, when they don't get their fill, you see what happens to them. Yeah. And you can literally see this unfolding in real life. And this is people may think it's crazy, but once we dive into this as deep as I think I can go with it, you're going to realize, wow, there's there's some pretty evil stuff going on in this world, and this is it's, it's pretty wild stuff. Well, again, this is why we started with the Epstein episode, because, you know, this this all we're being exposed to is the surface level of this, right? This Netflix documentary, which is, you know being produced by these same people that we're talking about. First of all, it takes a year about for them to put together the narrative that they want people to know. And then that's what they share. 
right? So if they're actually sharing this stuff, which is so bad and so evil and so horrible and everybody agrees with it, imagine what they aren't sharing, right? Imagine mm -hmm. how deep this goes down beyond just, hey, we're sex trafficking children, mm -hmm. right? Which is horrible. It's like one of the worst things I've ever heard. One of the worst news stories I have ever been, you know, uh, I've ever had knowledge of in 30 years of life. But it's still only scratches the surface of how bad this actually is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, we'll never know. I mean, my personal opinion is this, this goes all the way to Satan because I think he's, uh, he's kind of running rampant right now and he's got all these people. And I mean, he's, he, I mean, he's the puppet master, but the people who follow him are the ones that are, 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 are uh, controlling it. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you go back to, you know, any of these things, uh, any of these really, really bad, evil acts and you know that's that's why we said if you don't if you don't have some kind of level of spirituality you're going to have a hard time listening to this show because like there is a manifestation of evil in the world and it it, it does exist it is mm -hmm. perceivable and there are people that willingly you know open their hearts to it and that's why you see things like this happening and that's why this mass level of wealth is what, you know, protects them because it's easy to get evil people to buy things. You know what I mean? Like I can buy a human life if I'm an evil person. All I need is enough money to do it. And if there, if I know people who are also evil, who will open their, you know, resources to me, that's one more in their army. You know, the, the money doesn't mean anything to them. Because the money doesn't mean anything to anybody. Because the money is just... Money is a religion, you know? If everybody in the world universally stopped accepting money as a form of currency to trade with, it would no longer have any legitimacy. It would have no buying power, right? So once you understand that, it's like money's the most you know, the, the most overused form of religion in the modern world because everybody believes in it. Everybody buys into yes. it, you know? Yeah. Nobody it's, believes it's in... What, yeah, it's what everyone's working for. They, it's all they live for. Nobody yeah. believes in God anymore. Nobody believes... Look, I mean, the decline of Western civilization over the past, you know, 100 years or so has been absolutely directly, directly tied to the decline in the belief in God. Absolutely. Everything that we've that we were that we used to be good at, that we used to do well, we're bad at those things now, mostly because there's no crux in the family anymore. Marriage, you know, that this is one thing that I, you know, it's off topic, but I think it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Look at marriage rates in the United States in the past 100 years, right? Right. It's it's abysmal how bad the divorce rate has gotten. Yeah. But why is that, right? You look at it a little bit deeper, okay? It's not just because, like, relationships aren't working out anymore, mm -hmm. right? What is marriage? Marriage is a religious ritual where you bind the soul of two people together in a relationship with God, right? That's what, I mean, that is literally go back thousands of years, and that is what the purpose of marriage is, Right? So it absolutely makes sense that in a world that is increasingly becoming 
more and more godless, mm -hmm. that yeah. that relationship holds no meaning to the individuals, right? People go out there and get married because, oh, I saw my friend get married on Facebook and she had really pretty pictures and I want to, or they get married as a precursor to having a family or they get married as a postcursor to having a family, right? None of those reasons are good reasons to get married, people. Let me just tell you that right now, okay? If you get married for any reason other than to bind your soul with the soul of the person that you love to a permanent relationship with God, any other reason besides that is stupid. It's sacrilegious and it's idiotic. The only thing that you're accomplishing in that scenario is you're welcoming the government into your lives. You're, you're opening your lives to one additional way in which the government can become involved. And I don't know about you, but I like to keep that at a minimum yeah. if possible, right? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think a lot, I mean, if we're going to touch base on that, I think it's, uh, which stems back for a long time is the demasculating of the man, um, the masculating of the woman, mm -hmm. and it's creating a culture um, where we j we're, they're making us not compatible. Mm -hmm. And at the end, I mean, that's uh, um, uh, homosexuality is at an all-time high and everything. There's a, I mean, we can, I can dive into that, too. I mean, if you look at uh, um, atrazine, it's a pesticide that mm -hmm. can literally change, uh, it can literally change the sex of a frog. And that is on basically all of the food that we buy is, we're, we're consuming this, and my opinion is that this has been a plan for a long time mm -hmm. coming. Not just this isn't just re you know recent. Um, I think we're we're being poisoned by our food. We're being controlled in any in, by our water. Um, anything that we consume, um, physically or mentally, with the news that we watch, um, the things that we listen to on the radio, everything stems from this thing that. They're trying to make us into something that we weren't designed. We weren't created to be yeah. to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, go. I mean, again, going back to the spirituality thing, Adam and Eve, right? God made Eve from Adam, right? Right. The woman, right, is intended by the Creator mm -hmm. to be the subservient of the man. Correct. Now. That's not supposed to be like shitting on women. That's no. not supposed to be, exactly. you know, depowering the the woman, right? right? That's just the way that we were created. Right. And, and, you know... And, and, to, and to oppose God, the way to do that would be to completely demasculize the man. Right. And make the woman her own. Right. And this is what's going on in the world today. I mean, this is literally, there is a, a direct correlation between, you know, this concept of like God and Satan and the manifestation of that in our own society and the political wars that are going on. You know what I mean? The destruction of the life of children before they're born. Yeah. Right. Um, through Planned Parenthood. The the empowerment of the rights of uh yeah that's a, that's a ritual as, as old as time that all it did was change the building i mean they, they used to throw children off the uh the top of pyramids look at the ancient mayans like yeah. it's sacrifices you, like that yeah, exactly and if you look at what planned parenthood how all their buildings are uh 
designed upon mm-hmm. is uh, is the Mayan temple basically yeah. where they used to sacrifice children. Yep. Nothing nothing there is nothing new under the sun people. This is just they they change the names yep. and they make us dumber and that's all that it comes they, down to. They mask it or they they guise it in different aesthetics, yeah. right? But at the end of the day you're still reaching up in and cracking the skull right. of a of a unborn baby and sucking it out and right. like vacuuming it out and throwing it away, yeah. right? It's just now instead of the baby having to be born first and then sacrificed yeah. by being thrown off of a temple, it doesn't have to be born yet because we now have the technology to destroy it before it even takes its final form, right? Yeah, you can, so you can look up Moloch, M O L O C H. It's uh, it's another false idol that basically where the child sacrifice and stuff stems from. Um, this stuff's all biblical, people. I mean, this is a. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's nothing new under the sun. This there's anything can stem from the beginning, and uh, it just keeps repeating itself. And the only thing is, is that as the population grows, it's we're the people who actually understand what's going on is becoming less and less and yeah. less. Yeah, and that, I mean that's by design. Yeah. That is specifically by design because the more stupid, ignorant people there are out there, the easier it is to create this this story, right? The it, the easier it is to control everyone, the easier it is the blanket that falls over life becomes, you know, there's no resistance to it. There's there's just too many people that are too willing to accept whatever it is that they're told. Okay. And, you know, look at it, look at it from this perspective, right? You go back to like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So you've got like your base needs, which is just basically getting food and water and shelter. And then after that, you start to sort of build up the rest of your needs, right? Your emotional needs, your um, just all, all of your other like things that, that fulfill you in life. And then eventually you reach a point where you become self-actualized, as Maslow says, right? And so self-actualization is like, okay, I understand who I am, what my purpose is, and how I fit into the world, right? That's self-actualization. But I think there's a level above that, right, that Maslow didn't really talk about. And I don't know what you would call it, but for the sake of this argument, I'll call it like societal actualization, right? So not only do I know who I am and how I fit in the world, but I understand how the world works from a different level, right? From a level that's not just consuming information from the news channels, from a level that is you know, looking deeper into things that are presented to you to, to see through the, the bullshit, right? There's so much bullshit you have to sift through. And if you don't have that next level of, first of all, desire for the information, right? To, to get the right information, because you're almost never given the right information. But if you don't have that desire to go deeper and see through the, the veil that's being put right in front of your face, then you're never going to get out from underneath this blanket that they're putting over people, right? And like Jerry said, it's it's becoming easier and easier because more and more people mm-hmm. are just taking their soma, yep. right? Going back to Brave New World. I'm just gonna like take my drugs yep. and be happy and you know live my life in the hedonistic, ritualistic way that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the purpose of of existence. Yep. And it's the way of the heathen. And uh, it's not the way we were meant to live. And uh, 
I mean, I think another reason, another reason that why we we chose this name of this show is, uh, I mean, it's, it's the year 2020. And there's a lot of stuff happening in it. There is an awakening upon us. I think. I think. I mean, I've witnessed more and more people wake up so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just hoping to to add to it. But I mean, this is 2020's perfect vision. Yeah. And uh, uh, I mean, I'm not too big on coincidences, but I mean, I think there's a there's a reason why this the list level of things are happening in our country and in the world today and uh i th- i think uh i think the most high has given us a chance yeah. to either wake up or fall back asleep and uh hope we can help yeah this is like the second coming of the flood yeah. you know like you either get on board and you figure out what's actually going on or you get swept away in the mm-hmm. in the malice basically and um I know we've gotten a little bit off topic. You know, we started off talking about Epstein and we kind of went we went down some different different roads. Um, we're going to talk a lot more, a lot more about um, George Floyd uh, and, you know, some of the racial racially, um, I don't know, guided conversations that have been emerging in the past couple of weeks. We're going to talk a lot more about the COVID-19 situation. Um you know, probably can touch on both of those. You know, just episode. yeah, just yeah. to just to tease that a little bit. They, they, they mean, tie in together pretty. They they really do. Just like they flew together, you know, in the news cycle, they can pretty they can flow pretty good. Yeah, we about. yeah. We'll we'll probably I think next episode we're gonna do like a really deep dive into George Floyd and COVID nineteen, um, and just what you should be looking out for in those situations, right? I mean, obviously, the like there's what you're told in the news. And then there's what actually happened, yeah. and there's the level that you can actually get to what actually happened, yeah, so right? Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, you can't get the the true, you know, empirical truth. You can't get there because we're people, we're humans. We, we're not capable of understanding empirical truth because we're imperfect. Only God can understand empirical truth. Before, yeah, before news was owned by this society. You know, they they told you the news as it was, mm-hmm. and you had to choose. You know, you whether or not you agree with it or not. Right. You know, or, uh, but now, you now know, they tell you a story. They, they they tell you what to believe, and now you have to find out whether it's true or not. That's a uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. Yeah. So we're we're gonna go a lot deeper into those things, and just to kind of wrap up, you know, the Epstein transition here. Um, obviously, this guy was a really bad dude. Uh, but it's just the tip of the iceberg as to what's actually going on out there mm-hmm. and and the extent of the evil that is being wrought on everyone in our country and the world, right? Um, other things we're going to talk about on this show are China, um, the threat that, you know, they impose on us as a society. Um, we're going to talk about you know, more stuff involving religion and cultism. And um, we're going to talk about more about the deep state. We're going to talk about um, how our political system has become a shell of what it was intended to be and why that's bad and um, how it's being manipulated and controlled um, to our disadvantage and how our freedoms are being infringed upon and destroyed and nobody's doing anything about it. 
and those are all very, very, very important things that Jerry and I are extremely concerned about. And we hope that, you know, you guys will will hop on board and support uh, and help us get the word out and help get more people exposed to these these terrible things, because uh, we're in a we're in a position right now where we can either, you know, stand up and really make a difference or we can just lay down and die. And uh, I don't want to do that. So, no, we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. So yeah, I think uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the first episode of yeah. Apocalypto. And uh, Jerry, thank you for housing us in oh. your beautiful <laughs> domain. Uh, next week we'll have a tasty looking tablecloth with the uh, with the, the, cool the decal and the, <laughs> the logo and everything. And uh, we hope you guys come back and listen because uh, we got a lot more to share with you. So God bless. God bless. Thanks, Jerry.